God blessing man, man blessing God. And it shall be, because you listen to these ordinances and keep and do them, that the Lord your God will keep with you the covenant and the loving kindness which he swore to your fathers. And he will love you and bless you and make you abundant. He will bless the fruit of your body and the fruit of your land, your corn, your wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle and the young of your flock in the land which he swore to your fathers to give to you. You shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from you all sickness, and he will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which you know, upon you, but he will lay them upon those who hate you. But man also needs to bless God. That God blesses man is understandable. He is the giver, and we the recipients from him. But what does it mean for man to bless God? What can we bless him with? He's all perfect. Yet the Torah requires, and you will eat and be satisfied, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. The Zohar on last week's portion discusses this. This commandment is to bless the Holy Blessed One for everything that we eat or drink or take pleasure with in this world. If a person does not bless God, he is called a robber of God. As it is written in the book of Proverbs, he who robs his father or his mother and says, this is not a sin, is the companion of a destroyer. The sages have taught that the inner meaning of the father and the mother, quoted here in Proverbs, is the Holy Blessed One. The blessings with which a person blesses God brings life from the source of all life, which is the Sphira of Bina, to his holy name, which is the Sphira of Malchut. And from that Sphira of Malchut there pours forth the highest bounty, which is the bounty of the light of Chochmah, which then comes to all the world. If we look at this paragraph of the Zohar carefully, we can begin to understand the process. The Chochmah, the light of Chochmah, is the revelation of the light of God. This light of God is primarily the wisdom of the Torah, but it includes within it all the wisdoms of the world. All wisdom is the revelation of the light of God. Indeed, those who study Kabbalah start seeing within it the laws of physics, or the laws of music, or the laws of social interaction, or whichever other laws they're familiar with. All the wisdom of the physical and spiritual reality are revelations of the light of God. But for us to be able to relate to these wisdoms, we need the sphira of Bina. Bina is the vehicle for contemplation, for contemplating the revelation we have received. The very word Bina means understanding, and we get that understanding through contemplation. Contemplation means putting energy into the wisdom, learning it, 
giving it to it our thought, our time and our energy. We can see very clearly nowadays how we can be exposed to massive amounts of wisdom. But if we don't give anything to that wisdom, it just passes us by and it is as if it has never been. For the wisdom of the Torah to resonate within us, we also need to give to it our time, our energy, to provide a vessel for the light of Chochmah, the revelation of God's light. It's from this deep contemplation of the light of God that we've received that the thank you to God, the gratitude, the acknowledgement of what God has given rises up. This is the blessing. And this blessing makes revealed what we may otherwise have taken for granted. Rabbi Ashlag, in his commentary The Sulam on the Zohar, states as follows. Every pleasure that the person receives from God, if he makes a blessing on it, he raises up that pleasure together with the intention of the blessing to the Sphira of Malchut, the Shekhinah. And this in turn sets up a type of chain reaction, raising up the Malchut and the Zerampin to the Sphira of Bina. At this level, these Sphirot become vessels to receive light, which can then flow to all the worlds, the light being the goodness of God. And thus we find that if a man received pleasure from God, he received goodness of God, but he did not make a blessing on that pleasure. It is as if he robs God. Why is that? It is because the inner meaning of the term father is Ze'erampin, and the inner meaning of the term mother is the Malchut. And these are the vessels with which to bring the light to the world. And indeed, the souls come forth from the Zerampin and the Malchut. The Zohar continues, It is written that you shall eat and be satisfied and bless the Lord your God. It is with these blessings that a person brings forth, with these words, the bounty from the highest source, and then all the spiritual levels and sources of the Zerampin and Malchut are filled with light to give to all the worlds, and all are blessed together. Baruch Ashlag, the son of the Bala Sulam, thought about this piece of Zohar and asked the following questions. Firstly, why is a person considered as one who robs the Holy Blessed One, God forbid, if he enjoys pleasures in this world without blessing God? And concerning the Zohar's statement that when a person blesses God, then he brings life from the source of life to the name of the Holy Blessed One, how does it work that a person's blessing can bring the light of God? He answers as follows. The purpose of the creation is to give goodness to the created beings and therefore they were created so they have the will to receive all goodness. But by the very fact of their receiving, 
they develop a difference of form from the Creator who is all-giving. And this difference of form causes separation and therefore they are separated from their source. When the souls are in separation from their source, two things occur simultaneously. Firstly, the souls are no longer able to receive from the Creator all that He wants to give them. Equally, the giver of all, the Creator, is not able to give to them. Therefore, we need to correct the issue of the separation so that we are able to receive the wondrous, high and great goodness that the Creator wants to give to us. When a person blesses God, he's giving to God. His ability to bless God becomes more important to him than his receiving from him, such that even the joys and delights that he receives, he doesn't receive them for the sake of receiving them, but it is because through them he has the opportunity to bless God. We see this on Shabbat. Many people have the customary on Shabbat to eat small items of different categories. For example, the person will take a nut, he holds it in his right hand and he says the blessing, Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam Borei Puri HaEitz Blessed are you, O Lord our God, who creates the fruit of the tree. Everybody sitting around him answers, Amen. Then he eats the nut. He's not doing this because he's hungry for the nut, but because he wants the opportunity to bless God's name. As we practice this, ultimately, the blessing becomes more important to us even than receiving the things that we need. As Rabbi Baruch Ashla continues, this is the explanation of the words of the Holy Zohar, that the bounty comes for the sake of his holy name. The word name refers to the Sefirah of Malchut, and the Malchut is the whole community of Israel together. Thus the private actions of the individual impact not only his own life, but the life of the community as a whole. This is in accordance with the Talmud, in which the sages have said, a man should always consider himself as half virtuous and half liable. If he does one mitzvah, happy is he that he tilted himself and the whole world to the side of merit. Because the action of the individual affects the whole community. And therefore, when the person acts for the sake of God, in that he takes pleasure in what God gives him only for the sake of the blessing, that is, his intention in receiving from God is only in order to give to God, then the light that subsequently comes from the Holy Blessed One to the community of Israel, which is the Shekhinah, unites them. And then the Holy Blessed One and the community of Israel are united. The Zohar continues, And thus a person needs to put his will in the inner meaning of the blessings in order that both the fathers, which are the Svirot of Chesed, Gvura, and Tiferet of Zerampin, and the sons, 
which refers to the Sefirot of Netzach Hod Yisod of Zerampin, will all of them be blessed together. Whoever blesses the Holy Blessed One is himself blessed and takes his portion of these blessings. The blessings come primarily to the entire world below. For the name of the Holy Blessed One is blessed from there. But the first portion of these blessings goes down and inspires the person who is blessing. And this is what the scripture has said. In every place that I cause my name to be mentioned, I will come and bless you. And once the blessing has come and given life to the one who blesses, it spreads from there to the whole world. May we receive the privilege and merit of blessing Hashem for all the good we receive, receiving blessing for ourselves and being a conduit of blessing for the whole world. Amen. audio recording is brought to you from Nahorah School, established by Yadida Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Hudelev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Nahorah School online. Details at www.nahorahschool.com or www.nahorahpress.com.